The Pistons are the basketball champions of the world. What's up, Pistons fans? It's the Buffs on podcast. Well, three of us at least. No Amit for today. This man's got better things to worry about. But me, Connie, Valley, and Gabe are uh, are here to do a little season preview. Talk about some some things we're looking at for this coming season. Some some expectations and some predictions. Uh, and I, we just have a couple questions, and we're gonna go through our All NBA teams, team rankings, award winners, and. Uh, Hopefully, piss some people off as we do it, you know. Hopefully, piss each other off a little bit, you know. But uh, to start off, I don't think we should start negative. So, I want to start with most surprising. Who are some, like, teams or players that you think are going to surprise, are going to stand out this year in ways that other you don't think is being, like, held up within the mainstream or or maybe it is and just some teams you think are going to surpass what they did last year or in their career i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in right away and go to oklahoma city thunder uh i think they're in poised position to take a leap um they've always been hyped to have such a young core the nba's gm survey just came out i'm gonna say it was 79 percent of gm said uh the best young core is oklahoma cities uh monty williams said that he expects okc to be right up at the top of the standings and why not? Um, especially when it comes out to the regular season, this team is deep. It's got loads of talent, and it's young. Um, and it's led by Shea Gibbs Alexander, who averaged 30 points a game last year. Um, poised to only get better. Uh, had a good, um, you know, always such a good player last season. Josh Giddy, hell of a player, ready to take uh, take strides. You have the two Jay, uh, the Jay Williamses. A really solid team, and of course, you can't ignore it. Chet Holmgren is back. He's had such an exciting summer league. Um, he's going to slot in, I think, just perfectly in this Oklahoma City lineup. And I think they're going to surprise a lot of teams. And I will, I mean, we'll get to our standings later, but I've got them in the uh, uh, having home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Mm, so that <laughs> is heavily just up on the back of how good of a player do you think Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to be this year? Well, he's going to average 30 points a game again, I would, I would assume, uh, which automatically – which automatically makes you elite. Um, and I think the addition of Chet Holmgren is, is going to make him a better uh, playmaker and, and, and teammate overall because it's going to require the ball to be outside of his hands a little bit more, um, which every superstar needs to know how to do. Is he at the MVP table? Yes. He, uh, you, know how, you know how the no dunks always does it. He has a table. Like, he, excuse me, he has a seat at the table. You know, he's not, he's not at the head of it. He's not going to win it. But he, a seat is there for Shea Gilgis. Home court advantage team, and he's at thirty a game. You know, there's a. Yeah, a... we'll talk MVP later. There's no clear like runaway preseason favorite. I think so. Maybe Shea does uh st- step in there. I'm, I'm not. I'm also high on OKC, but not as high as you are. I don't think they're going to be you know top of the West. But I think it's pretty like common consensus now that everyone thinks OKC is going to be really good. Um, yeah, Chet, I think he's going to be second in rookie of the year voting. So I think he's going to be like immediately their third best player, pretty much. Their um, best player? Third best player. Third best, best defender. Player. Yeah. Behind who? Shea and probably Giddy. 
I'm not as high as on J Dub, yeah. I'm not as high on him, but let's see. Because they do need a secondary score. So maybe that can be J Dub. We'll see. He's good. I don't know if he's just kind of caught some people by surprise last year. Um, but I guess I'll go ahead with an Eastern Conference team that I think will have home court advantage, and that's the Cleveland Cavaliers. They had a great rating last uh, last year, and then they kind of flamed out in the playoffs because they didn't have spacing, because they didn't have shooting, and then they add the minivan and Max Drews. Just perfect co- co- compliments, one off the bench. I assume Max Drews will start at the three. Um, and just another year of Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, that young core getting a little bit older. I think they're going to win a lot of games and they could compete for that number one seed, I think. I I have them up there as well, home court advantage. I have them in a three. I think they'd be in competition for the number one seed if there wasn't two, like, destructive teams in the Eastern Conference right now. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. unfair, the Bucks and the Celtics, the rosters they got going, they're just kind of like, sleepwalk into wins uh but another team that i think is going to have home court advantage i think this might be a little bit of a hot take i think they're going to be the four seed uh that's the indiana pacers uh how <laughs> Ty- tyrese halberton is the first like is the is the cornerstone of what is incredible offense he is such a good pusher and mover and finds guys and gets the right shot and they have so many guys that kind of complement each other. I think this team builds together very well, and it's all in the back of Tyrese Halliburton. I think the Pacers are going to be like a top three. They might be the best offense in the league this coming year. Uh, and I think that takes them to t- maybe three, four in the Eastern Conference. I think they're going to rack up a lot of wins with the way they play. I don't know if it's going to be like a great playoff success, but I can see like a Kings-type situation going on with the Indiana Pacers. That's a good uh, comparison. They're de- think, Go ahead. Guys, uh, I think they built it out really well. Bruce Brown, proven winner. I think him, the reason I think the offense is going to be so unstoppable is because they have, like, you can put three shooters, Tyrese Halberton and Bruce Brown, and their teams are going to start throwing two people at Tyrese. It's like they're going to try to blitz him off pick and rolls. If that happens, you got Bruce Brown playing two, like, four on three offense out the short roll and i think that like there's just you don't need to be super dynamic i think to be a great regular season offense you just have to have something that is sort of game breaking and i think they have like tyrese helpman burton in his way is a little bit uh a little bit game breaking especially with the with the speed and they're going to get up and down the court and they might put up 130 a game i'm really i'm really bullish on the pacers yeah you're Uh, you're convincing me that they'll win more games that I think I have them at like playing right now, but you make some good points. I just think their defense is going to be atrocious, but they can outscore a lot of teams. They got you got Bruce Brown as a first line of defense. Miles Turner back there can block shots. Jabari Walker looked good in the preseason too. Uh, their draft pick, but this is also the last chance for Obi Toppin. If he's if he is any sort of like real NBA player it's going to happen here with the Pacers because he's going to have the opportunity to get all the shots that he wants and needs. Right where uh, yeah. I, I like him there. It's a good pickup, I think. Uh, any, uh, anybody else? Some, some surprising, maybe like just individual guys that you think are going to, are going to pop this year. 
Yeah, um, I, I do have some. I mean, um, I I have a surprise team that's very dear to us. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to stick to stick to what I said this whole off season, but we can get into that a little bit later. The, the, um, the Pistons. Yeah, we can get into that a little bit later. Yeah, we, we um, because we, I don't it, think we need to talk Pistons on this podcast. Like, unless it's like it, an award boat. Like, we all I think are on the same boat that we think the Pistons are gonna surprise. It's a lot of good um, guys on this team, and, and yeah. So I get home court advantage. I, I we'll see. <laughs> I have a, I have a guy. Uh, I have. I'm gonna have my eye on this year. Um, two guys. One I'm just gonna briefly touch on Josh Giddy. Uh, I just mentioned with the Thunder, but um, one of the guys, Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, because John Rent is a lengthy suspension start of the season, 25 games. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and they're gonna look at Jaron Jackson Jr. I think to really take a next a next step this year, and for him, that's gonna mean. Staying out of foul trouble, um, which is an issue that seems to still be there uh, after watching FIBA World Cup basketball. Um, but he's going to have to do a lot more scoring, um, which is really exciting for me. He's such a, a really good finisher on both hands, um, actually finishes more with his left than his right. So athletic, which makes him really uh, a, a tough one to stop there. The three-point shot, he doesn't hesitate, and he's just going to have the green light, and his volume is going to increase in, uh, is, is going to increase dramatically. That I think there's potential there. For him to have a really strong uh, season and get another all-star campaign in. But I'm a bit worried it could go south and go the complete other way if he's if they try to make him a number one guy and he's just not. Um, and I think there's cases that it could go either way. So I'm going to be watching Jaron Jackson Jr. really closely this year because of that. I think the good thing is Desmond Bain can be the number one guy. That, that was my guy. I think Desmond Bain is going to have himself a year. Right, especially in these first 25. I think Marcus Smart is less of a game controller than and more of a wing-type off-ball guy than Tyus Jones. Ball's going to be in, I think, Bane's hands a lot. And I think he's going to get, like, he's going to put up some statistics this year. Yeah, I agree. I think as a team, the Grizzlies are kind of, I mean, their over-under was like, what, like 48 or something? Something like that. Um, I think they can easily clear 50 wins. I think Marcus Smart is an upgrade over Tyus Jones. Um, as well as just being a really good team together. Uh, which kind of leads me, well, though, kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum here, um, a team that a lot of people, um, and a player that a lot of people really hate and are really low, low on this year are the Wizards. They might be sneaking into the play-in, I think. Um, Jordan Poole, we already know he might score 30 points a game. Cal Kuzma can score. And they have Tyus Jones, that was a good point guard. And uh, I think we lost Connie here <laughs> on the call. So, uh, Valley, do you, do, you, do you have any other teams you're looking out for? Oh, Julian Strother. He put up a huge game last night. I think he might be starting for Denver. Well, no, that's not true. But I think he'll be their sixth man coming off the bench because he looks really good. Well, I've, I haven't been watching preseason. Who's he? Inform me. He, was a, he played on Gonzaga last year. He's rookie. Uh, got drafted to Denver. He's like a scoring wing, defensive wing. He hit four threes last night. He's a great cutter, great defender. Great shooter, just perfect off ball, smart older player. So I think he's I think he's gonna be all rookie first team, putting it out there. 
Dang. I could totally play their young guys. I could see it. If you, if They'll have to more this season. That's true. I mean, they still have the best. They could they could dump them a lot a lot of minutes into their into their guys. Uh, Connie, what do you Nuggets. think about the Wizards? Because I think they're going to be pretty good. The Wizards. Yeah, I think they're going to be. Well, they're not going to be a good team, but I think they're going to be surprisingly good. What like they're going to be above the Pistons. I think. What does that mean? Like, what do you? Think, what's the Wizards' win total? It's like is? flirting with the plan, like where they usually are. You know. <laughs> Why? They got the point? better, I think. Jordan Poole can do what Bradley Beal does if he plays more games. I'm not a big Jordan Poole believer. I mean, I'm not either, but he can score I, 25. I think it's a Bradley. bit premature to say what he can do what Bradley Beal does, man. Yeah, Bradley, Bradley Beal is a good basketball player. A hooper. Sounds like a surprise. I think the Wizards are also going to end up tanking as the season goes on, as they look kind of to reset. Yeah, We'll see if it's possible for them. <laughs> They're in a, they're in like a, like a slightly better state than I feel like the Pistons were in the entire 2010s. Like slightly better as in like their record is slightly better, not the position that they're actually in. Yeah, like they're just they're, floating they're around there. Like 10 next year. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, seven or some shit like that. Uh, no, I don't think the Wizards are going to be good. That would be surprising. That's a good surprising take. The Wizards are good. That would be nuts. Uh, how do you feel about uh the Ben Simmons resurgence as a surprising player? I'm I all in. Quit Ben Simmons. He's such like an he is like a, he's such a unique player type, and I love unique player types. Like there's not other guys that are Ben Simmons in the league or were Ben Simmons when Ben Simmons was a uh, an All NBA All Defense sort of guy. Yeah, he'll he'll come up later in my awards. Um. Ooh. Gabe, I, oh, yeah. I can't believe you're the one to go buy into Ben Simmons hype. I, I'm not there. I, I, I think it's done for Ben Simmons. I think he's trash. Trash? Trash. I mean, if there's two international lefties that are bad at offense, I'm going to take Ben Simmons over the other one. Yeah, I'm going to take the 6-11 one. I just, they, they have to take one that plays. All-star teams and like actual awards, these dumb things. One more positive guy, I guess that I think I'm. I mean, I think a lot of people are high on, but just worried about is um Zion. I think he's gonna stay healthy this year. I just think it's kind of his time. Like Embiid, you know, he was hurt the first I don't know three, four years, and then he really exploded onto the scene. So I'm a big uh, Zion believer as well. I think he's going to go play really well this year. And I love watching him play. Like you said, Gunny, he's completely unique. He's unstoppable in his own specific way. He, and he had this weird-ass take in the preseason where he didn't like – he's been, I think, jumping a little less than that. I mean, it makes sense. He's not really trying that hard. But he, like, put a shoulder into the guy, sort of jumped, put up, like, a finger roll flip shot. Uh, I think I saw that, like, and it bounced off the back rim. Away from the hoop, yeah. skies like over the backboard, higher than the backboard, and then goes like just drops in nicely. He has such insane touch around the rim, which I feel like is probably not overlooked. Overlooked is a strong term, but 
people focus a lot so much about his on his just freakish athleticism, but he's got so much game. Too. Like his passes are like they zip, they they're they're effortless. They hit the spot. Uh, really knows how to play and has yeah fantastic touch around the around the glass. Uh, I'm I'm glad you mentioned. Sorry, you got more. No, just I agree with Gabe Pelicans. Yeah, Pelicans believer. And I just wanted to say I'm glad you touched on the passing. Um, he's been consi- consistently hitting about five assists a game uh, in limited preseason minutes, an area that could really open his game up um, as the roller just hitting that drop-off pass with the touch he has. Um, I've got one more player, and he's perhaps the player I'm most high on this season because I'm really in on him, and that's Christos Porzingis. I think his role in in Boston is really good. Um, so much talent that I think they can also just walk through the regular season. Um, but when it comes to Porzingis' role, all he has to do is stay on the court um, because he just has to rim protect. I mean, he to shoot open threes and roll to the rim. Seeing several alley-oops um, throughout the preseason. He's a good roller. He's obviously still seven foot three and can jump high. Uh, he's been shooting it well in preseason, but he's been protecting the rim, and that's what's most important. And I think when you look at the Eastern Conference, uh, very probable that Milwaukee meets up with um, with Boston in the playoffs. And I think Boston with Al Horford and Porzingis Obviously, they can't slow down uh, Giannis, but they can hope to to somewhat contain him, I think, um, with that with that combo they have there. Really huge pickup for them. I really was a big fan of this trade. Um, Porzingis has always had the talent, and I think this is just the best place to get the most out of him, really. Yeah, completely agree. I thought he was the most underrated player in the league last year. I love the way he plays. He kind of learned how to, like, play big. He doesn't, like bully people but he is his shots unstoppable now his he changes form two on his three he sh- shoots almost like uh billy and beer now with his right foot really far out and it's pure it's so pure it's so fast too yeah it's just a, it's so a, and like a snapshot that's why we i said earlier like the bucks and the celtics they have like this sort of game breaking offense the bucks have with two guys the celtics like Kristaps Porzingis compared to like Al Horford in that five spot in terms of spacing, like Al Horford shoots it and he shoots it at a high percentage, but he's like a slow shooter. He's a shooter that he was the guy that other teams would sag off of to help on the like extraordinary offense going on elsewhere, which is even better now with Drew Holiday. But you're not like, there's no opportunity to sag off Kristaps Porzingis because it's like going to hit his hand and be out of his hand in under a second. And it's probably dropping in. And you have to be right up on him because, like, a late contest and a guy that's seven foot three, like, you're not you're not anywhere close to that ball. You're not bothering him whatsoever. So I think this the the he brings that Celtics offense if he's healthy and he's around to like kind of unfair levels a little bit. Yeah, if they, can, if they get it right. He also has huge range, like really deep range. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of spacing. So it's a tough, it's a tough, tough time to be a team trying to get out of the East. Yeah, I just like the only thing I'm still concerned about is his injuries. If he can last a whole season, um, because they don't really have depth to have him rest a lot of games. Uh, you know, no more time, Lord. I guess if they want to play uh the cornet, you know. I think they're gonna like even if they don't have it. I. I'm not, do you think the Celtics are a team that care about having that uh, about seeding? 
I think they're going to be one seed regardless. I think they're going to be too good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that they're, they're going to take it easy with Porzingis because when the, the playoffs is what they need, that's, like, really what this team is looking at, right? Like, yeah. regular season success means nothing to this, but, like, they've made the finals, they made the conference finals, and, like, it's about not falling short anymore. All right. I mean, those are, like, some ups. Uh, we didn't cover all my guys, but, you know, we got to limit it in some way. What are some uh, some teams or players, you know, because it's always important to hate, that you think are going to disappoint a little bit this year or are going to be a bit of a letdown? Uh, I'll start with two Eastern Conference teams that kind of fall into the same uh, purview, at least for me, maybe because they're both teams with red coloring, but the Bulls and the Raptors are just, like, wholly uninteresting to me this year. Uh the Bulls, Bulls have been since Lonzo got injured pretty yeah, the much. The Bulls are just the Bulls. Uh, there's nothing to really say about it. They're going to be solid. They're going to be okay. They have Jero- DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and Nick Vucevic. Like, they're going to be pretty good. They're not going to do anything, but they're going to be pretty good. Uh, and the Raptors? I don't know what's going on in Raptors Town, man. Like, what's the goal there with that team? I don't I don't know. They're, they're on my list as well for the exact reason. Like, I think they're going to run into the – same problem that they did last year that the Cavs did last year where like you can't play Barnes, Siakam and Pirtle. There's just no spacing. There's no offense. Doesn't really shoot. And him, exactly. Like Siakam is a great player, but he's not like a catch and shoot crazy threat. He needs the ball to just dribble, dribble, dribble. Um or, so or yeah. slash. But yeah, he's not like providing space to anybody. Yeah. yeah. So I I really think they're gonna get like thirty games in and just like realize like this is not it it's there's really no point uh so i think they're gonna end up blowing it up which i think will be good but it also means they're gonna be at the bottom of the east as well for me the bulls as well i mean they're not like i don't have them lower high they're just gonna be in a 10 11 9 you know around there somewhere spot to be in yeah it definitely is (laughs) they're old and in the playing race and losing the plane probably. Yeah. For me, the most disappointing team is gonna be the Mavericks. I don't see how it can get worse than last season, but like I don't like their team. You know, Grant is pretty good, Grant Williams. Um you never know with Kyrie if he's gonna play or not. Luca's gonna get his numbers, he's gonna be insane, but you know, he's kind of annoying to watch just playing Isobon um, complaining all the time. I can't stress this enough. They lost to Real Madrid uh, in the preseason. In the preseason game. But still, like, you can't be losing to a, Euro- a Europe team. And then also, I think Jason Kidd is just, like, the worst coach in the NBA. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone real soon into the season. I don't expect them to make the play-in. I, uh, I just feel like there's a if you have a motivated Luka Doncic and at least like a sort of competent team around him, is that not good for like forty something wins, forty wins at least? Like Luka Doncic on his own. Yeah, I mean, look at last year. It, they tanked a little bit, uh, but they still weren't that good, regardless. Yeah. How do we feel like <laughs> the Mavericks sort of team building since they got Luka? Kind of buns, no? Yeah. I mean, the to let Brunson walk was horrible. 
Um, I think we kind of all saw that coming, that that was going to be a huge mistake. I, you know, I like what they did this year. Grant Williams and then Derek Lively and uh, who else they get? Rashawn Holmes. Like, Omax Prosper. Omax Prosper. Like, those are good players that you want, but, like, they need, like, a Jeremy Grant. They need a Paul George. They need that type of, like, big wing that can score, that Jeremy can defend. Grant would be great for this team. Yeah, Jeremy Grant would be ideal. Like, a player like that. Because right now, like, Having those two guys at the one-two, they play no defense, and it's they're just gonna get roasted. Yeah. Valley, you got anybody that you think is gonna let down? I do. Um, because when I was making my top ten, when I when I slotted in Indiana rather higher, I slotted in the Pistons. People had to be the <laughs> sacrifice. Um, and when I look at the team that I think is gonna not slide because they were the eighth seed last year, but I think it's the Miami Heat. They obviously missed out on their guy. Uh, everybody knows, you know, they wanted Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard went at the Miami Heat. Didn't get him. Uh, and they're kind of just running it back with the same squad. Except they uh, lost two of their starters. Except they lost Max Struess and uh, Caleb Martin. Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. I always mix them up. They're identical to me. Um, so you take that into account. Martin. Whatever. And then you take into account that Kyle Lowry is – probably not going to be able to play much more basketball, and neither is Kevin Love. Um, I'm not worried about Jimmy Butler, but it's worth mentioning he's another year older. And then his lack of concern for the regular season, I think this is going to be a playing team again. Um, and it's going to be a bit more of a difficult path this year. Again, it's probably a, maybe that 8 to 9 to 10 area for me. But I think the postseason success most definitely will not be there this year. Um, ultimately, ultimately making it a uh, an unsuccessful season for them. I'm not betting against the Heat. <laughs> it's just like it's just such a like people you did it like people doing it last year. You just I'm not betting against the Heat. I'm not betting against the Heat for to like that core to get to the playoffs. And once they're there, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you never know what happens. Once they're in the playoffs, I wouldn't bet against them. Healthy Jimmy Butler, anything. Yeah, it's just I agree with Valley. They struggled for wins last year. They're a lot. They lost two starters, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love. They're not good players you think anymore. They like found something again with Duncan Robinson, who sort of fell out of the rotation and then came back in a really big way in the playoffs. Like, can you think yeah, he, he can score. Those, those He's places. probably gonna. Would he start? Tyler Hero is the, at the one, Duncan at the two. Hero at the one. Yeah, I mean, who else? Kyle Lowry. I don't know. I don't, maybe, I don't know his name yet. I'll 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 know the Heat point guard's name in in six months when he's having a career year. Speaking of, have you heard of Jamal Kane? Jam- I was Heat? gonna bring up Jamal Kane. This man. guy looks he's good. Decent. He looks like KD. I like, <laughs> yeah. I like Highsmith on their team as well. But always... Jamal, preseason Jamal Kane is looking very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and he's a big yeah, big board. Not a big board, but he's he's a Hooper. Yeah, so he's another guy. Like I, they're, um, they're gonna cobble something together. What about uh, like in any individual guys? For me, Sabonis. Like Sabonis. Hmm. Sabonis. The Kings were great last year. He played great. I mean, I think he kind of got exposed once again in the playoffs. Like, 
I don't know. I just he's he's gonna get his numbers. I just don't think he's like very skilled. And as the NBA continues to be more like three point shooting, he's gonna get cooked more in defense. So I just you know I guess it's reasonable to expect that he can't repeat what 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 was the All NBA third team last year? Yeah. I don't like. I think he's just gonna be just under that All Star kind of level mm. this year. Uh, yeah, I think he's similar guy. Yeah, I think that. Do you think the Kings take a a, a drop off because of that? Yeah. Well, I think they're going to be in the mix anyway in the playoffs, but they kind of surprised people last year. But I th- they'll still have a great offense. You know, they really good players, so I think they'll be fine. But I don't expect much from them in the playoffs. Valley. In terms of an individual player? Yeah. The only ones I can really think of is would be due to injury. Um, and I think Chris Middleton's role is a little bit up in the air. And I think if 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 things aren't going right, Milwaukee could maybe look to, to go off of him. I know that was uh, in talks last year. Um, but a lot of the injury records happen up for Chris Middleton. I'm not exactly sure. Um, again, I think I need more time to think about this one. I didn't come up with one. All right. Uh, any like other players or teams that you're keeping an eye out for any reason? Uh, I got the Warriors, uh, new look Warriors. I think Chris Paul is going to fit into that into that team like a glove. Uh, he is a, a basketball savant, and I think that like the relocation stuff with Curry, he's going to get from day one. Uh, he's 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 born to do that stuff right there. Uh, whatever happens want- after the season, I don't know, but I think the Warriors are gonna be good, and Chris Paul is gonna like sort of res- resurge a little bit. Do you want him to start when Draymond Green comes back? No, uh, I would say Chris Paul off the bench. Maybe he's a closing lineup guy sometimes, but I think you have your starting lineup with yeah. Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That's a good one. And then the guy I'm watching Jamal Murray this year. He hasn't he hasn't been an All Star yet. I think this was mentioned on the the No Dunks pod. Like Jokic, he doesn't want to be the primary guy on offense, like scoring wise. So I think he's gonna look to get Murray going. He's healthy now. He's off an insane playoff run. I think he's gonna be an All Star. I think he's gonna be All NBA. I, he, he could like get like 25 a game, I think, pretty easily. So I'm going to be watching him for sure to be their primary scorer. Yeah, not coming into the season off an ACL tear is so big for him. Uh, I, I fully agree. I think he's going to have a big bigger regular season this year than he had before. His regular season stats so far in his career are 17 points, four rebounds, four assists. His playoff stats are 25 points, four rebounds, five, like four, uh, five rebounds, six assists. Like it, it, if he just does what he does in the playoff during the regular season against easier competition, this, he, yeah. Yeah, like a Miami Heat team in the finals couldn't stop the Jokic-Murray pick and roll, you know, like. The hell the Pistons going to do? Yeah, the Pistons, the Wizards, <laughs> the Orlando Magic, and March aren't going to be able to stop it. 
And then one other guy, I just want to watch Walker Kessler see how many 10-block games he gets this year. I'm expecting at least one. Zero. He already had five in the preseason game in like 18 minutes. I could just see like the Rockets are like just keep driving in and just swats them off. Could get Kate a couple times, unfortunately. Yeah. He's on my Depoy uh short list. Right on. Speaking of of Depoy, uh y'all want to get into some award call outs? Uh since you said Depoy shortlist and I don't want to start with MVP. Uh who's your what's your Depoy shortlist and who's your Depoy, Gabe? Yeah, so like I said, um, Walker Kessler. Let's see, let me find it. Uh, I didn't even write this on the thing. So, how about you start, Connie? Because uh, uh, I don't I just have, have a, a list a, a right top now. Group, but I have a singular guy. He was in the discussion last year. Another year older, year three form. I think Evan Mobley. Uh, it's gonna be a big, big year defensively from him. Uh, another year of getting stronger. I hope. Uh, I haven't really seen any like workout footage or pics of summer Evan Mobley. I hope like the Knicks thing was he got bullied a little bit in that Knicks series. I hope that was a, a call to him a little bit for some strength. Uh, he again, yeah, he was in the race last year. I think Mobley is is destined to get one in his career, and I don't see like it's kind of a it's the award that I think has been more most up in the air uh, recently. Like there hasn't been like a dominant defensive guy. Yeah. Uh, so I think Evan Mobley could snatch it. It usually lags a year behind, though. Like, you know, you, if you have to establish... I mean, I guess... He was like weren't they the number year. one defense in the league last year? I think they were, and he was third in voting. Okay, yeah, I could see it. My guy... um, I have Marcus Smart on my list as well, but I don't think he's going to win again. My guy is banned. He's due. Um, if the Heat have any chance, it's because... Bam takes the leap offensively and also continues to be that guy who just guards everybody in every system, in every play. Bam can guard them, so I think it's his time to win the award. I was uh, going through Drew Holiday. I was considering, along with Christos Porzingis, actually. Um, but I ended up going Brooke Lopez. Um, I think the Bucks are just going to win a silly amount of basketball games. Um, Giannis Dame candidates for other awards, but I think Brooke Lopez is just going to be kind of the media's favorite to win that award. He's going to protect the rim. That's literally all he has to do. Um, this Bucks team is 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 they almost force guys to drive sometimes because of Brooke Lopez. Um, now that they have Damian Lillard there instead of Drew Holiday, um, increased defensive responsibility. I feel like for him and um, you know, with winning, I don't know, sixty five games or something like that. The sky's the limit for the Bucks. It's easy to pick um, the guy who stands out defensively for him. I, th- I think he might look a little worse this year defensively without Drew Holiday bottling him up at the point of attack. Like, his job was really simple last year, and I think that's why he didn't win it last year either because he kind of just does one thing, and it's part of the system. Uh, it could be a different system, though. I forgot they have a different head coach. Adrian Griffin might use it differently. Not bad. I think we just named – oh, no, you said Bam. Never mind. I, was say, I think we just named the top three guys from last year. Yeah, I thought Lopez should have won last year. I disagree. He's kind of one-dimensional, you know. He just doesn't do, like, the, the system. He's a brick wall at the end, though. That's the most important part on the court. 
Oh, another name to throw in there, Wemby. Like, how how teams Does gonna score? No, they haven't. But like, I mean, he just has to be in the running. I think okay. he might lead the league in blocks, blocks per game. He's gonna catch a lot of people by surprise. Certainly, it's gonna have the media vote as well. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Vic, is he your rookie of the year? Yep. Really? Yeah, he is. I, I, I was never leaning Vic. Um, but man, the guy looks good at basketball. Huh? <laughs> I'm just every aspect of the game. It's, it's everything. It's been advertised. You know, it's been freaky. It's been alien. Like, uh, my favorite play of his was his dunk on Thomas Bryant. Yeah. Where he just vertically took off outside the restricted area and kind of like Blake Griffin style threw the ball in the basket. Uh, and then you look at him come up, you know, off the dribble, cooking his man into a mid-range pull-up. It's just like, really? This quickly? You know, there's no real, like, challenge so far for you? It, looks, it's been a bit of a surprise. He looks stronger. He looks bigger. Yeah. He's been working this summer, obviously. It's crazy. But I got the other lanky uh, rookie. Not a true rookie. But I think if the Thunder really overachieve and they win a lot of games, I think Chet Holmgren is going to be a big part of that on both ends of the floor. I think he has the opportunity to have a much more, like, efficient. I think the advanced stats are going to love Chet. Uh, I think there's going to be a nerd argument for him as the rookie of the year. Uh, I think I think Chet has a has a shot, has a legit shot to beat, beat Vic, especially if the OKC racks up a lot more wins than the Spurs do. Yeah, kind of like what Scotty Barnes did to, to Cade. Well, Cade also didn't do himself any favors. Yeah, but I just think like season. the media loves Wemby. Everyone expects him to win. He's number one on the list already in everybody's books. So I was gonna be cheeky as well and go uh, go um, what's his name? Good. Uh, no, on OKC. We, we, Chet on yeah, I was gonna go Chet, but like watching Wemby play, like Valley said, man, he's probably gonna average over twenty already coming in as a rookie. All right. Nothing nothing too crazy there. Uh all right, the biggest award. Actually I'll save that one for last. Sixth man of the year. This one's the toughest, I think. Are we sure that Tyler Hero is starting? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was my pick for sixth man of the year. He won it last year. Yeah. I mean, if he plays off the bench, he's going to win it. Yeah, but he has to start. (laughs) The Heat are too shallow right now. All right. What about uh, an Emmanuel Quickly? New York? I think he's number one on the odds, yeah. Yeah, Who else I've got a name. Um, because I did think this one was kind of quick. This one was kind of tough. Like, no disrespect to Emmanuel Quickly, he had a good season last year. But what happened to the days of Lou Williams being sixth man of the year, averaging like nineteen a game off any bench? Um, I, I'm going Jaden Ivy, guys. I'm feeling more and more confident he's coming off the bench. Um, and I mean he's 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 great at basketball, and he would be the most talented player to come off the bench, I think, if he were to. Um, and the role is perfect for him, you know, where he can just run an offense, play downhill. Um, and obviously, if he is coming off the bench, 
he's probably going to be closing a lot of games. Um, so not starting, but likely getting starter minutes if if this is the case. Um, and then I feel like the sixth man of the year would be all his, you know, uh, Bray awards back to Detroit, man. I love it. I mean, it makes sense with your record prediction that he'd win. I just think we're going to be too bad for that to happen. That's not a bad shout right there. I went with um, Drew Holiday. He's been coming off the bench. I don't know if that's going to continue. He started their last game. Yeah, I know. But so if he plays enough off the bench, I think it's his. If not, Derek White. If both of them start too many games, I guess I'll go with uh, Norman Powell. There's your 20 points off the bench right there. Yeah. He might start too many games too with PG and Kawhi out. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna need him it's tough that. this year. Who's the Lakers? Uh, sixth man. Seawood. Hachimura. Hachimura. Ooh, Hachimura, maybe. D'Angelo Russell. But D'Angelo Russell say he wants to play like Derek White. I want yeah. to be Derek White. <laughs> Deloading. See, I don't want to be Derek White. I want the Derek White uh, head shape and haircut. That's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put like the rings around your head. <laughs> Elongate your skull. Uh, what about a uh, most improved player? Here's a time to talk about a piston. You're damn right, Cade Cunningham. Cade right? Cunningham. He's in the betting odds, which is which is something you know, which is which is something really cool before the season as a piston. Uh, there's some media hype around him. You know, we see it slowly gathering. I know, Connie, you said you weren't the big, the biggest fan of the hype that Kate is getting. I'm just scared. Um, of it. You're scared of it, yeah. But I think I just think everything's gonna go right. You know, um, like like you said, Gabe, with our record prediction, it's it's all relying on Kate Cunningham being him. Um, and I think we saw some flashes in the preseason, although maybe um, you know, some shot selection and the handle wasn't quite there at times. We all know it. We've seen the flashes of his all-star level potential, and uh, this is the year he puts to get. He puts it together. I think it has to be. Yeah, no argument from here. Here, he's he's my pick as well. I think just from playing, if he plays enough, if he plays games and is on the court and people see him play, uh, he he he's he's got a good shot and most improved because of how bad last year was. At least, I mean, from like not playing. I guess it wasn't terrible. Shooting percentages weren't great, but just for playing and being around, he's got a good basis of being most improved player. Anybody else, Gabe, or are you going Cade as well? No, I actually went with uh, – this is – I don't even know if he qualifies, but Ben Simmons. You know, he's been out of the league for a couple of years now almost. If he just has a good season, uh, does that count as most improved? Comeback player of the year. I mean, he played last year and he was bad, so I don't see why I wouldn't. Yeah, so he'd be, I think he'd be my like under the radar dark horse pick, would I end up going with anyway? Um, go ahead. What about a Tyrese Maxey if James Harden yeah. doesn't come back? That was a lot my more other guard guy. responsibilities. Nick Nurse offense, probably a little more ball movement, a little more moving quickly. Could play into into what he does really well. Yeah, I guess we could blend this into another kind of question. First time All Stars. I assume it's a similar list we have going here. Uh, 
Maxi's on my list for that. Cade is as well. Um, Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole, Victor Wemanyama, and Jamal Murray. That's my list there. And they could, could all be most improved, except for Wemby, of course. Uh, I think Desmond Bain, unless he's in that conversation. Oh, he's, he hasn't been in All-Star yet. Yeah. All-Star. And I think possibly, if it really goes well for the Nuggets, one of Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon. I think both of these guys are bolstered. It just came off a championship win where they were pretty big. I think MPJ, just like Jamal Murray, was coming back from uh, surgery last season, kind of playing himself back into shape, into into basketball conditioning. Aaron Gordon was ridiculous in the playoffs. If that continues, uh, you could be. I think one of the, I think one of those two guys has a shot. It's not definitely not. They're not getting four All Stars, but one of those two guys or. Uh, you know, Yoka says just don't vote for me. Or people are like, he's not going to show up anyway. He's not. Gonna, he's going to be an unentertained. He's going to be a bad All Star game player. Let's just vote for someone else on his team. Because I don't want to see Jokic in the All Star game. He sucks in the All Star game. No reason to vote him in. Like if he's not going to try, don't vote him in. Like it doesn't. Like it, he's he's going to make his money. If he wants to make it, he can make it. Yeah. The only problem is he he's going to average a thirty point triple. A double without breaking a sweat, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you have to because it's good, but like maybe he could just like give up his spot. He's just be like, I am not showing up. Put somebody else in there. <laughs> I don't know if that's a lot. <laughs> he would have done that already. Jimmy Butler's done that. Really? He, I mean, he got voted in. It was like, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> and, they re- and they replaced him. As a starter? I don't know if he was a starter. He was in the All Star game. Okay, the MVP of the league can't just be doing that. The best player. Um, I have. Want to see him in the All Star game? <laughs> no. no, no. But I would like to say I want to throw Josh Giddy into that list as well. Of uh, a, a, a potential first time All Stars. People, I'm not as high on Josh Giddy as other folks. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he can be that number two option on that team. And I think he's he's like number, not number four. Well, he's a playmaker. He sets them up so well. Yeah. And he's just under that. I think he's probably a top two passer in the NBA. Him and Killian Hayes? Yeah. No. He's, he's, I mean, he's coming off 16 and a half points, eight rebounds, and six assists on 48% shooting. I think he's getting um, shots. Uh, less shots. That's uh, that's my main thing. And also, those aren't like all star numbers. Yeah, but he does a little bit of everything. I think he's one of those guys that could just sneak in there. Um, especially as an all uh, what's it called, injury replacement. Yeah. All right. Who's gonna be MVP of the All Star game? <laughs> Where is it? I think it's in it's in Indiana. Uh, give me a Tyrese Halliburton MVP of the All Star game, having like a twenty and twenty or something. All right, I'm all in on the Halliburton. <laughs> why not? It's in it's in Indiana, that's why I say. Let me get um. Let me get. Let me get Jokic. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Who's he's gonna try hard enough to get him? Not Jokic. Um, let's see. I could see Devin Booker. 
right. scoring a lot of points. Um, but on MVPs, Devin Booker is actually my pick for real MVP. Actually, that's mine uh, too. His, I think his skill set has gone up another level. I think him just playing beat around Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal all the time. I think those three guys, they have like probably pretty similar practice routines or like practice routines that practice some of the same stuff. Uh, I think he's he's getting a lot from that. He just is like he's I think the most insane like skilled scorer, just pure scorer in the league right now. Maybe other than Kevin Durant, I think it's D Book. I think. As compared to D-Book and Bradley Beal, I think he's going to play more games. I think he's going to have enough games to do it. I think he's going to be the consistent force in Phoenix, while I think maybe the other two guys don't play, like, all 82. Uh, he's going to be the guy that's there every night dropping 30, 35, and 5. I think this is uh, this is the D-Book year for, like, a super efficient – the Suns are going to be nuts. Uh, well, this is part of it. I think the Suns have to be, like, one or two seed for this to happen. But, yeah, look for MVP. Yeah, the main point is just they're going to win 60 games maybe, and he's going to be hyper-efficient. Like, he just doesn't miss many shots. Um, And, yeah, like you said, uh, and then also I think the rest of the field, like Jokic, yes, he's going to have the numbers. He doesn't want to win MVP. Embiid, no way. Giannis, I think, is my other, like, you know, he's the other guy up there who just run wild. Um, and then the other guy I have on the list is Jason Tatum. Just got to think Boston's going to be the best team in the East. He's the best player in the team. Same kind of reasoning as uh, Booker. You can you can pick a name from this list and, and make a case for anybody. In it. And nobody can really dispute it, right? Are there guys outside of the box, dark horse candidates, you could see make a run for this award? Because we could all sit here and make a case I for mean, I'd say... Tatum. Booker is a kind of a, a dark horse pick here. I mean Shea is Shea. Yeah. yeah, that's where that's exactly where I was gonna go. I was gonna go Shea and I think what about I it? think can I say something? I'm yeah. thinking Damian Lillard. Um the Bucks are gonna win so many ball games. Um and he could easily end up averaging 34, 35 points a game. Um why not? You say oh, <laughs> Why not? Because he he's gonna to chill. Last. He doesn't need to. Yeah, he's not. He's not playing those stuff. And also, like, if the Bucks win a lot of games, who are they giving it to? Giannis hey. game. I think those guys might even like take away from each other a little bit. Uh, How about a uh, a LeBron James? LeBron James. LeBron James. I don't think he'll play enough games. What about a uh, Tyrese Halliburton? <laughs> Averages like sixteen and sixteen on the year. Steve Nash type MVP. Steve Nash type MVP, exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't think that one's happening. I think you're a bit high on the Pacers, but we'll see. <laughs> I might be, but you gotta take you gotta take a bite at somebody. Uh yeah, I don't know if there's any other real contenders for it. Other than the Mavs, if they exceed expectations. Yeah, and then Luca. But I guess kinda kinda re- relating to your Pacers point the coach of the year if that happens you know I'm I'm really high on um what's their coach's name Rick Carlisle Rick Carlisle I think he's he's an amazing offensive coach so if they're good he could easily win that award but I'm gonna go with uh Joe Missoula um they're gonna have an insane offense 
that's pretty much it. You win a lot of games, you might win this award. Yeah. Uh, Valley, coach of the year. I'm going to go Mike Benall of the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Mike Dan, yeah. I'm going to go with our own Monty Williams. It doesn't have to be like a – it doesn't have to be a crazy win total to be a pretty big win jump. Uh, I think the team is put together much better than it was last year. We got Cade back. We have, a, I think, a better roster all up and down. And if they improve in wins, he can take the entirety of it. And especially if the Pistons don't try to tank. If they improve in wins, which they will, uh, he can he takes the brunt of the credit, I think, at least from a coach of the year standpoint. A Doc, uh, first Doc Rivers coach of the year, sort of one with the Magic, where the Magic went from like low expectations bad to just kind of like a mid team. That's that's the money course. All right, if we're doing awards, uh, through the one that matters for making money. Uh, what about some All NBA teams, top fifteen guys in the league? Do you have your All NBA first? Uh? What about the Clutch Player of the Year award? I forgot about that award. I have uh, a, I Jason Tatum is my winner. Who? <laughs> Jason Tatum. The only reason he might not is because they're going to blow game? a lot of teams out. Yeah. Yeah. What if they so I so I think I'll actually change my vote to Shea. Jump on the OKC train. Uh, you got to like pick a team that is going to like be in a lot of games, right? You can't pick a team that's too good. Uh, so I'm gonna go. Shea. And then a guy who just has the ball in his hands. Yeah. yeah. Give me uh Jalen Brunson, New York Knicks, Clutch Player of the Year. Give me K. And then. Oh, okay, good pick. And then for All NBA teams, I believe it's positionless now, right? They changed that this year. Oh, is it? I made it position, but I can switch it around. Uh, well, what's your All NBA first team? If it's Valley, do you have it in front of you? Nope, did not make All NBA teams. Me neither, but I can make one real quick. Um, all right, I'll do mine then. I did yeah, it, go ahead. I did it with positions because I didn't know about this positionless stuff. That's cool though. Uh, so my All NBA first team was Steph Curry. I think the Warriors are gonna really work out this year. D book, obviously, I have him for MVP. Got to put him in All NBA first. Tatum, uh, Celtics dominance is going to take him there. Giannis as the other forward, and Jokic just as, like, if he does the same or even a little less than last year, he's kind of just, like, stamped as the best center in the NBA, and I think he gets it based off, uh, you know, it's not going to be like that 50-50 with Embiid anymore, and those are obviously the two best centers in the league. Uh, Second team, Doncic and Shea as the guards. Uh, I think Doncic just automatically makes an All NBA team based on the stats that he's gonna put up every single year. He's just he's just locked in for one. Shea Hooper made it last year. Uh, at the at one of the forwards, I got LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, I think a healthy year with a much better team around him. I think we're gonna see some cool assist numbers from LeBron. Uh, and I think just gonna have a really nice year. Uh, the other forward, Zion Williamson. Uh, if he plays and is healthy and is in shape, he is a lock for an All-NBA team. Uh, like, he's going to put up 25 to 30 points a game, rebound, assist, be all over the place. And All-NBA second-team center, the other best center in the league, 
Joel Embiid. <clears throat> Third team, uh, Damian Lillard. They're going to win a lot of games. He's going to be really good. He's going to be efficient. He's going to be an offensive hub. De- uh, the other guard, Desmond Bain, because with Ja out the first 25 games, which I think I think that is so it's, – it's too much. 25 games for having, like, a gun in your I own str- I mean, because it happened what, again. Like, six times? Twice. And it's, Wasn't like, it, it's on Instagram Live in his own, like, property. Like, I'm not yeah, saying he's I mean, been suspended, but, like, guys <laughs> got suspended less. How many games did they get suspended for pulling guns on each other in the Wizards locker room? I think it was, yeah. like, 25 games. And then yeah. Miles Bridges has – a seven-game suspension. Yeah, Miles Bridges for <laughs> committing fucking uh, assault on his on his on his baby mother. That I think the I can't believe he's in the league. I really can't believe he's in the league. Yeah, so glad the Pistons did not go after him. Especially yeah, this coming out. I don't want to talk about Miles Bridges. Uh, did yeah. you go through your entire I got third team? A little bit more, uh, and then the forwards for the third team: Jalen Brown. Brandon Ingram and the center, bam, Autobio. That's a pretty good list. I think my first team is identical to yours. Um, Giannis, Booker, Curry, Tatum, Jokic. Second team, um, I went with Shea and Doncic as well. And then also I have Donovan Mitchell in there, Embiid, and then also Kawhi Leonard. I didn't hear any Clippers on your teams. Can I think they're not going to be not good or not healthy? Uh, I don't think they're hitting that. What is it, sixty-five game mark? No, yeah. Same reason I don't have Kevin Durant on there. I just don't think he's playing sixty-five games. My third team has KD, also Zion, two questionable guys, but you can hope. And then um, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, and lastly. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards was the one guy I, I really wanted to put on there, but I, I've staked my claim on a Desmond Bain breakout season, so I gotta I gotta stick with that. Uh any guys you think were are missing there, Valley, or someone you throw in? Off the top of my head, no. Um no, Anthony no, I Davis. Tyrese so. I... Halliburton. Christoph Porzingis. Yeah, I'll go. With, <laughs> I'll go all in on my Christoph Porzingis stuff. Jimmy Butler. Or how about some Hawks talk? We haven't talked about the Hawks at all. <laughs> I think they're going to be all right. I guess we. What, we'll, what is uh, all right? What is all right to you? Yeah, if you have nothing else about these players here, we could yeah, uh, get into our rankings. Our top ten. So you can say where the Hawks are, and then you can give us. You'll, are they in your top six? They are. All right, then let's see. Let's hear your top six. So, at number one, I'll just go top to bottom. I have Boston. I think clear number one, sixty win season coming in. Um, Bucks number two, and then I have the Cavs number three. I think they're going to be really good, but I think really tight to them. Sixers number four. Even if without James Harden, they still have a really good team. Tyrese Maxey is going to play really well. At five, I have the Hawks. Um, at six, I have the Knicks. 
So pretty much the same as last year, a little bit of jogging for position. And who are you kicking out for the Hawks to get in? Um, were the Heat in there? Heat were like the AC. Oh, the Raptors? No, they were in the play-in. The rankings were the standings last year. The Nets oh, were six. Yeah. The Nets were six, yeah. Yeah, no, they're going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, I got a pretty similar top six. I'm going Bucks first. I just think, like, uh, they're less dynamic offensively or total than the Celtics, but I think you can just spam Dame Giannis pick and roll, and it's going to be an unstoppable offense. I think it takes very little creativity for that to work, and that's why I think their, their offense is going to be on the back of those two guys. It's going to be nuts. Celtics second, uh, Pacers third, uh, Cavs fourth, 76ers fifth, Knicks sixth. So you don't have the Hawks in there? No Hawks. Okay. And high on the Pacers. Okay, Valley? I've got Bucks, Celtics, Cavaliers at three, Sixers at four, I've got the Pistons at five and the Pacers at six. This guy. <laughs> okay. All right, Mr. Pacers at three. Come on now. <laughs> Can't be giving me a this guy. Yeah, I mean, what's the what's the Pistons record then? For the uh, my official toke clock in is at forty nine wins and thirty three losses. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. I can't describe how happy that would be. That would be. Yeah, it's gonna be a good so year cool. for us. That would be so cool. Um. So then, what are your what are your playing teams? Who's fighting? I have um the Knicks and the Heat duking it out seven eight, and then nine I have the Nets, and at ten I have the Hawks. Bad year for the Hawks, or just good year for everybody else? Uh, another meh year for the Hawks, and who do they get in? They lost John Collins. Who is they? Who are they starting up for now? Probably Sadiq, I'd assume. Hunter? Maybe the, uh, Hunter. Sadiq and Hunter on the wings. I think it's just a meh team. Who losing John Collins makes them better? Yeah. Because he just he didn't fit to what they were trying to do. Uh, I also got the Hawks in there. I got the Raptors in there, and I got the Magic in there. Um, and then my fourth team I forgot to write down, but I suppose will be Knicks. Did you the mention Heat? The Heat. Oh God, I forgot to write down the Heat. Yeah, yeah the Heat will okay. be in there. Hawks. Did Magic, you mention Raptors, the Knicks? Heat. The Knicks are in my top six. I got okay. Knicks at six. Uh, let's say Heat at seven, or Hawks at seven, Heat at eight, Magic at nine, Raptors at ten. All right. I have Heat at seven, Pacers at eight, because you talked me up. I had them at nine originally coming in here. And then I have Nets at nine and the Bulls at ten. The Bulls. So no Raptors, no Magic. Hmm. Bulls are going to be, you know, they'll be there. All right. Then 
uh, I guess we go to our Western Conference. Uh, let's just let's do this. Let's say first guy does their thing, and then if you got anything different, shout out the differences. Okay. Go through the list. So, Gabe, what's your what's your West top six? Uh, I guess I'll start with the Suns up top. Nuggets, Grizzlies, Warriors, Kings, and the Lakers. All right. Um, my most noticeable difference is. I've got the Oklahoma City Thunder at three this year, fellas. I've got them right behind the Nuggets and the Suns. See, in that in that one sort of drifter spot, I got I don't have the Grizzlies or OKC. I got the Pelicans up there. The oh, okay. Are in Ingram season, I think the Pelicans are living up there. Ooh. Uh, yeah, the West, like I just think a lot of these teams are going to be really good, and they're all going to win like forty eight games. Yeah. One year in the Western Conference with the eight seed was like. A 49-win team Grizzlies team or something like that? Yeah, like it's it? going to be like that again, I think. Yeah. All right, next four, who is the playing comp- competitors? Uh, I have OKC at number seven, the Pelicans at number eight, and again, I think they're going to have really good seasons. I think it's just going to end up playing out that way. Clippers at nine, and the Timberwolves at ten. Clippers at nine? Oh, you got the Clippers quite low, man. Yeah, you know. Again, I think they'll be a good team, but with the health and this, just I think the other teams are just going to be really good, honestly. That's a bus. I feel like the West is always a bus, but it's a bus. Yeah, only different. I got the Mavs in there. Uh, no Timberwolves. I uh, Timberwolves out. Yeah, might be Rudy Gobert's last year in the league. Dude. That's outrageous. Or he can't even play good in Euro ball. That's supposed to be his thing. And he can't even ball in the Euros. I mean, the FIBA World Cup. So you have the Lakers in play in? Uh, no, the Lakers is the three seed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have them up there. Am I playing OKC, Grizzlies, Mavs, Clippers in the play in? Not expecting a healthy year from the Clips again. Kind of unfortunate. Unfortunately, no. Value of any new teams? Uh, I do have the Wolves in the playing tournament. Uh, I have the the Grizzlies falling down to seven this year. It was just so difficult looking at all these teams, man. Like, I think there's so many yeah, of these teams in the West that are on a similar level, and it's just like tough picking some teams that miss out. But I think it's a bit easier to do with Memphis with John Morant missing a quarter of the uh, over over a quarter of the season. Um. I just picked them uh, to have a bit of a fall out. All right. Then uh, who's going to the conference finals? Uh, I feel like in the East, uh, unless they – what is it again? The two and the one seed, they don't see each other until the conference finals, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so, one eight four five at the top of the bracket. Oh, yeah. Then Okay, two seven two six in the bottom. Okay, so I think Bucks celtics in the Eastern Conference. I have a hard time. I have the same. Yeah, I would play not that way the same. I think it's going to – my matchups ended up being, like, the same as last year pretty much. Only difference is I have Cavs beating the Knicks and the Bucks beating the Heat and like, then Bucks celtics Other than each other, are, like, is there any team that you could see knocking off one of these two teams? The Heat. Yeah. And maybe the Cavs. I'd say Cleveland if anyone. First round exit Cleveland Cavaliers. 
I'd say Cleveland, and in the West, I would pick Sacramento. All right. So in the West, who's your who's your conference finalists? The Suns and the and the um, Nuggets. Creative. Is that what you have, Connie? No, I got Nuggets and the Pelicans. Outrageous. <laughs> I'm in on the I'm in on the on the Pelicans at the three. If they get a good Zion Williams, if they get a healthy Zion Williams, then they'll be there. Wait, Connie, you have Pelicans at your three seed. Pelicans, oh shit, no, Pelicans at the four seed right now. Shoot. No, that's good then. Then they can match up up there. Okay, all right, good. I have um Nuggets Clippers. I think they're gonna get healthy for playoff time. I have Clippers up beating the Suns in the one eight matchup in the first round. I expect a KD injury or something like that, and then they beat the Warriors in the next round, and then they. Get swept by the Nuggets. So a Nuggets Bucks. Final and who's Finals is what I have. I got Nuggets in seven. All right, Valley. What's your finals and your finals pick? My finals pick is the Bucks and the Nuggets, and I have the Bucks coming out victorious this time. All right, I got Celtics Nuggets, and I think this is the year the Celtics finally. Finally, take it all the way. With finals MVP, Chris Tops poisoning it. Peyton Pritchard taking over. All right. That was a pretty extensive one. Oh, overlooking what we think is going to happen this coming season. I can't wait for us all to be wrong in several ways and then never looking back at this again and doing it again next year with the utmost confidence. Uh, it's the best time of year. It's almost the best time of year. It's uh, like Christmas Eve. Uh, the NBA yeah. is about to start. We're getting teased with some with some preseason games, and it's time for time for fun to start up again. And let us know what you guys think. Oh yeah, out there in the comments. Drop drop any any prediction you want in the comments in the Twitter. And tell the us Twitter. who's wrong. Yeah, tell us who's wrong. Tell us why we're wrong. Make some nonsense picks. Get some clicks. Uh, yeah. All right. As always, throw, throw yeah. the bus on Detroit. <laughs> the future is bright.